service or your offer in a way that clearly demonstrates to that person how you fix that or how you achieve that in language that they would use, right? In terms that they not understand, you know, we're not suggesting that they don't understand the words that we're using, but in in the terminology that they would use so it resonates with them. So when they see your messaging, whether it's your ad... Hey gang, um, welcome back to the show. How's everyone doing? Hope you're all good. Um, we're good here at um, at Orbit HQ. We're we're kind of getting a bit excited about uh, another trip that we've got coming up. Not a big overseas one this time. Um, if you've been following the show, then uh, then then you you might know that we were overseas a couple of months ago. I had a fabulous trip to New York City, which is uh, our second time across there. We just love it. If you haven't had the opportunity to, to visit the Big Apple, I would encourage you to put it on your bucket list. It's just this vibrant place of hustle and bustle that doesn't stop. There's so much to do and so much to see. And um, it's a really, really fun city. You know, um, we definitely love exploring our own country and it's always fun being a tourist in our, in our own um, area. But there's nothing quite like a big overseas trip if there is there. I think it's, you know, it's the long haul flight to get there. You kind of, you know, which is a bit of pain and suffering along the way. So you earn, you know, the right to have a good time when you get there. Um, this time though, we've got, we've got uh, some birthday celebrations coming up. It's a big birthday for Mrs. Orbit, for my lovely wife. Um, so we're going away with a few friends. Um in September for a week. should be really fun. So I'm starting to get a bit excited about that. Everybody's kind of planning where they're going to go and what they're going to do. We've got a really big group dinner um, planned. So anyway, life update from Simon at Orbit Marketing. Hey, what I want to talk about, what I want to talk about today is features versus benefits. This is kind of marketing 101. And I feel like as marketers, we might have lost the art a little bit of talking about the benefits of our product or our service or um, or positioning our offer, right? We talk about positioning our offer in a way that really makes it clear to people exactly how our product or how our service is going to help them achieve that dream outcome that they're looking for or is going to take away a frustration or alleviate a fear or fix a pain point. So, you know, as marketers, it's really, it's our job to fix problems for people, right? Or to, um, as businesses, it's our problem, it's our job to fix problems for people. Our products, our services should genuinely do that, right? They should genuinely address need that's there in the marketplace. And as marketers, it's our job to effectively communicate that to the people who we want to do business with. And I think we've kind of lost that a little bit. You know, we, we're, we're really good at talking about the features of our, of our product, and we'll dive in um, a little bit deeper shortly into what the differences are between features and benefits. But 
it can be really difficult for us because as the person who kind of owns the business or runs the business or is really close to the product and the service that we sell, we, we're usually really proud of the features because we've developed it ourselves in a lot of cases. And so we want to tell people about that. You know, we want to talk up. It's got the latest and greatest X, Y, Z. You know, this car that we're selling has got the latest high tech, super lightweight alloy block, engine block. And, and because we rightly so, we're really proud of it, but people don't care. Like genuinely, people, people couldn't care less about that. What people care about is what's in it for them. Right? People care about how the thing, whatever the thing is that you're selling, how it benefits them. How does it fix a problem? How does it achieve a goal? Whatever those problems and whatever those goals might be. And so I think we've lost the art of talking about benefits Partly because I don't think we understand our customers or our ideal customers well enough. And that's kind of the key, right? Our ideal customers. Um, and they might not be the people that we're currently dealing with. We've all, you know, been through that, you know, that situation where we've had customers and we're like, mm, that's not really the type of person that I want to deal with. You know, either they don't, you know, work with you frequently enough or, you know, they they don't want to pay the price that you're asking or they come in and, you know, they, they if you're a, selling a product, they buy one little product and that's all they ever buy. And so, you know, we're, we're all fortunate. We never want to, you know, look at our customers and think, mm, I wish I wasn't dealing with you. Like we're all grateful for all of our clients, but some are, you know, more beneficial to our business than others. And I think what we're not really great at these days is understanding what the needs are of that particular group, right? Who's your ideal customer, the people you really want to deal with, and what are their pain points that you can solve? What are their goals, their dreams, their desires? You need to really get clear on that so that you can then position your product or your service or your offer in a way that clearly demonstrates to that person how you fix that or how you achieve that in language that they would use, right? In terms that they not understand, you know, we're not suggesting that they don't understand the words that we're using, but in in the terminology that they would use so it resonates with them. So when they see your messaging, whether it's your ad, whether it's your email, whether it's, you know, a, a reel or a story, on social media, whatever it might be, when they see that and they hear that, you want it to resonate and they kind of ears prick up and they go, hey, that's me. Like that person is talking to me about my specific problem or my specific goal that I'm trying to achieve. That's how you want your ideal customer to feel when they see or hear your messaging. And the only way to do that is to really understand the conversations that they're having in their own head about how they're feeling and about what's stressing them or about what they're trying to do or would love to achieve, what's their dream outcome. You need to get really, really clear on that so you can create the messaging that speaks to that. Now, it's simple, but it's not easy, right? Um, it's simple in that that's all you need to do. Once you can, once you can understand that, then 
it's kind of it's like the key you know to the treasure chest if you can understand that it really is like the key to the treasure chest because that allows you to genuinely offer solutions and when you're genuinely offering solutions to people that's when they're going to be queuing up to work with you so that's what we should aim for right we should be aiming not to sell our product but to genuinely offer things that fix things or solve problems or achieve goals for people so how do you do that right how do you start to really and we've talked about this kind of thing before um, but how do you start to really get that understanding of what those problems are what those goals are what those desires are Um, and sometimes sometimes you've got to dig a little bit deeper because um, if you're really going to unlock that treasure chest the things that you need to understand are the things that people don't always want to talk about right? They're, they're deep fears. They're fears that, you know, the person sometimes doesn't even admit to themselves, right? We're talking about emotions, um, really powerful emotions like, like fear, but also like ego and like greed. And so sometimes people don't want to want to talk about that embarrassment, humiliation, right? Um, if you're a business that provides services to other businesses, like us, for example, right, um, a marketing agency, a fear that our customers have is going out of business. That's terrifying. Imagine the embarrassment of that in front of friends, in front of family, not being able to put food on the table, not being able to pay the mortgage or pay the rent, not being able to make wages and having to have that conversation with your team that, sorry, we can't afford to pay you. You know, we're going to close the doors. That That's a real fear, especially at the moment. That's a real fear that business owners have, but they're not telling people that they're scared of that. Like, that's not something that you want to admit. You never want to admit that I, I, I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to run my business. I'm not sure that I can find the customers or get the sales that, that I need. Nobody wants to admit that, but it's the kind of thing that genuinely keeps business owners awake at night. Um, people who have families, you know, they're, they're afraid that they're not a good partner. You know, what if I'm not being a good husband to my wife? What if I'm not able to be a good parent to my children? Like these are, these are big problems and not, not everybody's product or service solves big problems like that, but there's still, you know, there's still goals and there's still desires. Um, let's go back to the example of, you know, the super lightweight um, alloy block engine in the car that nobody cares about. But maybe that super lightweight alloy block engine is really fuel efficient. And so now maybe you're getting towards what people care about. Do care do people care about the fact that it's going to use less fuel and therefore they're going to save money on their petrol bill and in the current economic climate, that's really important. So maybe, right? So instead of talking about this fantastic engine that's in this car, maybe we're talking about putting more punny, more more money, more money in your pocket at the end of the week because your fuel bill is going to be less, and therefore you've got money for the kids' school excursion or to go out for dinner with your partner. It's things that you maybe couldn't do before. That's important. Maybe it's important to someone because they care genuinely about the environment and you're now going to have this vehicle that's going to pump out less carbon emissions. Now we're starting to find out things that people talk about. I worry that 
I'm my carbon footprint is damaging the planet because I hear all this stuff in the media and what kind of world am I leaving for my kids and the generations beyond that? That's a real fear that people have. People genuinely care about that and they want to feel like they're doing something. So it could be that fear. It could be ego. I want to feel like I'm doing my bit for the planet. It could be the fact that I don't really care that the car's got the fancy engine, but I care that everybody else knows that it's got the fancy engine. And what does that make them think of me? Makes them think I'm really cool and successful. So these are the things that you need to start thinking about. So let's not talk about the features of our product. Let's talk about the benefits of our product. And so how do we we start to figure that out, right? Now that we kind of know, well, this is a feature and this is a benefit. Right. And, and so if you're still not clear on, on the benefit, think about it from your ideal customer's point of view. What is their dream outcome? Right? What's the dream outcome that they have when they're buying your product or when they're buying your service? Right? If I'm, a, if I'm installing solar systems for people, what is their dream outcome? Again, it could be similar to you know, the lightweight engine in the car. It could be that their electricity bill is killing them and they're terrified every time they open the mailbox and there's that little, you know, envelope with the window on the front from, you know, Acme Power Company. Oh, they don't want to open it. It sits on the table or it gets, you know, stuck on the fridge under a magnet for three weeks because we don't want to open it because we know what's going to be in there and it's going to really hurt, right? And I'm afraid. I'm afraid that, you know, what if I haven't got enough money? What if we can't? pay the electricity bill? What if I've got to make that humiliating phone call to the power company and say, can we pay this off? It shouldn't be embarrassing. Like that's just life sometimes, but for some people it is. And so if you've got a product that can help address that, you know, we can genuinely put something in place that's going to make you excited to open the power bill because you're going to see that you're beating the big guys at their own game, right? Your little solar system is generating all the electricity you need and suddenly your power bill is really small. So now you're starting to talk to that you know, that emotion of I'm feeling more successful um, as a homeowner or as a partner or as a parent, because now we've got the extra money to do the things that we didn't have the money to do before, right? So think about what's the dream outcome. When I put solar on, I don't want to be afraid of opening my power bill anymore. I want to, I want to see it in the mailbox and go, sweet, I've got this sorted. So think about your ideal customers and what their dream outcomes are, and that'll help you figure out you know, what benefits you need to talk about. If you're not sure what their dream outcomes are, and this can be the hardest bit, there's a couple of things that you can do in order to start getting some real insight to that. Um, One, and I know I've talked about this before as well, you know, this the age old time honored marketing custom of asking people, talk to your customers, ask them why it is that they keep working with you, if they keep working with you, if they keep coming into your shop, or if you're a service provider, if they, you know, keep working with you, what is it about the service that they like? Because some of them will say, oh, we really like you, you know, that's great. Doesn't help me make my product or service better. You know, dig a little bit deeper. What is it about working with us that you really enjoy? You know, what is it that we're helping you with? And and they'll often tell you, you know, some people you might have to work a little bit harder um, than others, but ask them. And conversely, uh, and I know I've talked about this as well, if people have stopped working with you, ask them too. Ring them up. Ask them. What was it that we got wrong? 
What was it that we didn't do that you thought we were going to do or that you hoped we were going to do or that you expected working with us would give you or do for you? And most of them will tell you. If you come at it from that you know, really um, genuine position of, hey, we want to get better at what we do. Tell us what we messed up. People will often tell you that. Um, if you don't have a lot of repeat type customers, you know, so maybe you're... Um, uh, maybe you're a mortgage broker or maybe you're a real estate agent. You know, people aren't, most people are not buying and selling houses all the time. So you might not get a lot of repeat customers, right? Um, have a look at others in your industry. Go to their Facebook page, go to their um, Google business listing or profile and have a look at their reviews, right? So other businesses that do what you do, not one or two of them, you need to look at lots. And the five star reviews, will gen- generally be you know, reviews, positive reviews about something that was important to the person. Oh, I loved working with this company because they did, whatever the thing they did was, was obviously important. Right? If they did something good that wasn't important, people wouldn't talk about it. So that's going to give you an insight into what people's goals are, you know, what, what, what their objectives are, what their dream outcomes are. And you know, on the other side of that is the negative reviews, the one-star reviews or the zero-star reviews, you know, would not recommend. That'll give you an insight into what they expected, what they wanted, what they needed from that person or that business that they didn't get, right? So, so now you're starting to get pictures of what's important to people and, and they're the dream outcomes, they're the goals, they're the desires, the fears, the frustrations that you need to be able to address with your product and your service, and you absolutely should be talking about in your messaging. Um, similar with, you know, Amazon, look at Amazon reviews. You can look at Amazon book titles too around the particular product or service that you have because there's so much work that's done, so much research that's done to create book titles. So if you can find books, it's not always easy, this one, um, but if you can find books about the particular topic or particular subject that your um, or of your industry, then look at the book titles because they'll usually speak to something they know is going to trigger the person to to buy the book. Oh my goodness, yeah, that's exactly what I need. That's the problem I need fixed, or that's what I want to do with my life, or what do I need to achieve in my business? And to look at those book titles too because they will give you some insights as well. So if you kind of pull all of those things together, talk to some of your customers ideal ones. Don't talk to the customers that you don't want to deal with, right? Talk to the ideal customers. Um, the past customers that you lost, you know, find out what it was that you didn't do right. Read those reviews, look at those book titles, pull all of that information together. You should start to see some patterns of what's important to people. What are their goals? What do they want to achieve? What are the things that they want to get rid of out of their life that you, with your product and your service, can help with? And then, once you've done that, then you can start creating marketing that talks about the benefits, talks about how you achieve that, you know, what the outcomes are and how you achieve that for your customers. And when you can do that, that's when you really start to, like I said, unlock the key to the or have the key to the treasure chest um, with your marketing. So features versus benefits. That's what I want you guys thinking about when you're creating your ads. If you've got somebody 
else writing your copy for you, then you need to let them know these are the benefits of my product. Don't talk about the features of it so much. Talk about, you know, what are the outcomes for people? What should they expect? What are they going to get? What are they going to have? What are they going to know? What are they going to be able to do? And how are they going to feel after they bought from you, worked with you, signed up with you, whatever it is, that they didn't know, have, feel, or be able to do before? That's what you want to be talking about. If we could distill it right down, that's what we want to do, right? Talk about what the outcomes are going to be for them. And those outcomes should be linked to their dream outcomes. And they will be if you know your customer well enough. So here endeth the lesson. Um, so I, I hope that was helpful. I do talk about this stuff a lot because I think it's the number one thing that we're missing in marketing right now. Um, so no doubt I'll be talking about it again. Um, but we've got some really fun guests coming up um, over the next couple of episodes. We've got a recruitment specialist who I'm really stoked um, to be chatting to a really good friend of mine for a very, very long period of time. He's got a great business. We're just tying up a date where we can have a chat. Um, we've got a couple of branding specialists, which is going to be a ton of useful information for you guys. So some really cool stuff coming up on the show over the next few weeks, and I can't wait to bring it all to you. Um, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Would love to hear some feedback from you, and I will catch you next time on The Mashup. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss a single episode. If you're ready to really level up your marketing and explode your leads and sales, reach out for a chat with one of our kick-ass marketing professionals. Find us at orbitmarketing.com.au, themarketingmashup.com.au, Instagram at orbit underscore marketing, Facebook at Orbit Marketing Oz, that's Orbit Marketing OZ, also YouTube, LinkedIn, and now on TikTok. Oh, 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 oh,